Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. I help women to overcome obstacles so they can become courageous warriors who live with hope. This is your place for inspiration and empowerment. I hope you will connect with me at ValerieSilvera.com and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Hey there, welcome to this episode. Today, what I want to do is to kind of go over some of the challenges with managing holidays and some tips for getting through them and maybe even making them better. And really, this is not just about holidays. It could be any special occasion, but specifically when someone you love is missing for whatever reason. Holidays are stressful enough, right? I mean, just in the best of times, holidays are stressful. They tend to be a lot of work. There's a lot of running around like crazy, often spending money we have no business spending. A lot of stress comes with holidays. A lot of it because of the expectations that we place on ourselves and on these holidays. Then when somebody you love is missing, you know, add that broken heart, add that hole in your heart, add that not knowing if you're even going to see that person or hear from them, you know, add that emotional, you know, roller coaster, add that, that stress and loneliness and just everything that comes with it. And now it can often make the holidays not even appealing or whatever special occasion it is. We don't even want to deal with it. We'd rather they would just come and go. I remember for years, I mean, literally for years when Jamie was in her addiction, I would literally try to make it through the holidays. I mean, I did that for many, many, many years. I can remember after one Christmas saying to my husband on December 26th, I made it. I did it. I made it. Literally, just so happy that I made it through Christmas Day. So right now, as I'm recording this, the biggies of all holidays, right? They're fast approaching. Thanksgiving and Christmas. And someone you love might be missing. Maybe you have more than one person missing for many reasons. It could be that they live a long distance and you're not going to see them. That's hurt. That hurts, of course. Maybe they're in the military. God bless them if they are, by the way. Love our military. They're lost to addiction, like my daughter Jamie was, and I never knew where she'd be or what was going on. And and frankly, after I drew my line in the sand, she wasn't even invited. You know, at, at that point, I didn't want to invite danger and, and active drug use and all of that. So there was that, you know, that whole dynamic. Maybe you've had a fallout in the family, a divorce, or somebody's death. So here, you know, here are some facts. We already discussed one of them, that holidays are stressful, right? Can we all agree with that? Let me hear. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen. I knew you would agree. And then, you know, we put too much pressure on the holidays. And really, that's, that's going to be one of my tips. I'm giving you a hint into one of my tips that I'm going to give you later. But we put so much pressure on the holidays or on people, right? We really want those Hallmark holidays. I mean, they look so perfect, don't they? They have that beautiful turkey and the trees decorated perfectly and everybody's smiley with rosy cheeks and happy and everyone's at the table and every just love, love, love. Maybe you've had holidays like that. 
if you have, that can make it perhaps even more challenging when you don't have them anymore. I've had both. My childhood was challenging, and so I had some not-so-happy holidays and special occasions, and then I had a period of time where things were pretty good and then not so good. So I know how it feels to have both. Here's another challenge and a fact. People who are not going through tough times, they don't have someone who's missing, they have no idea how you feel. And really, who would want them to? I remember thinking that nobody in my family really understands. But I I also didn't want them to. You know, what's interesting, too, is just a couple of days ago, I was visiting my sister-in-law and brother. And, for you know, this subject came up for some reason that um, people really in my own family didn't know how I was feeling in in Jamie's addiction. And my sister-in-law said to me, I didn't even know. How, how could I not know? I just, but you never really said anything. So I didn't know. So what's interesting about it, and I don't mean this with any judgment to her. I was, you know, glad we had this conversation, but there was that flicker. I'm I'm being honest. So, Hey, Len, if you're listening to this, sorry, there was a flicker in my mind that thought, how could you not know? Can you imagine if one of your kids was in addiction? Can you imagine if one of your kids had been shot when she was 18? Can you imagine if they weren't at these holidays, if you didn't know if, you know, they were dead or alive, how could you not know how I'd feel? But the fact of the matter was, I walked around acting like I was okay. I didn't reach out. That That's a that's a real challenge for me. It's one of my shortcomings, I guess you'd say, one of my weaknesses that I just don't want to bother people. I don't want anyone to be put out by me, even though I don't mind being put out by other people. I don't even consider it put out, right? I like being there for other people. Well, how rude of me to to not allow them to be there for me. But I just, I have this thing about me. I don't like people to feel sorry for me. So anyway, isn't it interesting that she just said, I, I, I didn't know all those years while I was smiling on the outside and dying on the, on the inside, you know, and I would never have wanted to go back and be that, you know, I was the big drama and everybody was sad because of Valerie, what she's going through. And I mean, I don't want to be that, of course. But it would have been okay to to have been, you know, having a, a few more confidential conversations, having a confidant, allowing myself to cry on somebody else's shoulder. For some reason, we just don't do that. But anyway, the whole point was that people are just don't understand what we're going through. And so we kind of have to give people a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. And as I said before, these perspectives and tips are not just for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's or even Hanukkah or other holidays that are around this time of year, they are for other holidays too. What about Easter? That that can be 4th of July. I've heard some people say that's a big one because it was such a family time before this person was missing or died. Labor Day, you know, some of these three-day weekend kind of holidays. And then we just have special occasions. How about birthdays? Oh, goodness. Those are can be so tough. Father's Day, Mother's Day. And then we have milestone dates. A big milestone date for me, other than my daughter's birthday, is her angel anniversary, the day she died. Unless you learn how to manage these kind of days, and unless you learn how to actually turn them into something good, They can really, really wear on you, and especially even the weeks leading up to them. You know, would-be graduation dates, 
wedding dates or divorce dates, you know, for those people who, who are divorced and that's really weighing on them. I've had people tell me that Valentine's Day is a big one because they would always celebrate Valentine's Day with this person. So whatever these milestone dates are, they can be tough. Milestone dates, holiday dates, so difficult. You know what? It's okay, by the way, to say no. No, I don't think I'll attend this thing. You're just not feeling it. Give yourself some time to be sad and grieve. Just don't crawl inside that hole. Do not stay down. That's not going to help anybody. But if you're just not feeling it, it is okay to say no. It's also okay to say no when you feel like you're running around like a crazy fool or that you can't afford something over the holidays. It's also okay to tell people how you're feeling. Yeah, take it from somebody who didn't and probably should have. I would suggest that you be careful that, you you know, when you're deciding that you're going to let people know how you feel. One thing that people I don't think appreciate much is sort of a more of a passive aggressive uh, approach. And that's where you might say, oh, I'm fine, you know, but then you're acting all depressed. So, you, you know, people can tell you're not fine. I think people would appreciate more when we just flat out tell them how we're feeling. You know, we're, we're more direct and honest about it. And then, you know, as I said before, just try not to make it all about your situation because we don't want to bring other people down in these times. I mean, it's okay if they go down a little bit with you and can be there for you and support you and love you and hang on to you and put their arm around you. But we have to be careful not to make it all about our situation because here's the thing we have to remember. This sadness that we're carrying, this person we're missing, it's real. It's big, but it can't be our entire existence. If this is an absolutely fresh loss, it might have to be your existence for, you know, it just might be the timing of it is. You have to give yourself that time and then you might have to pass on some, some holidays or special events, those special dates. That's okay. Let me give you a couple more tips. Get some perspective on this holiday or these holidays. Whatever it is you're, you're facing, whatever this day is, it's one day. Okay, Christmas, let's give you two days, right? I mean, there's 365 days in a year. And that goes back to me saying that we just put so much pressure on one holiday, one event, one occasion. And then because we put so much pressure on it, all of the days sometimes weeks and even months leading up to it become all-encompassing as well. And next thing you know, we're just so stressed out. We have anxiety. We're worried. We actually are apprehensive about what's coming. So just, you know, gain some perspective and don't put so much pressure on whatever this day is, whatever this holiday or special occasion is. Remember, we don't live in a Hallmark world. So stop trying to think that things are going to be a certain way. You know, I mean, we, we do this. I've done this many times, especially in my past, where I put so much pressure on this one day. I kind of envisioned in my mind how it was all going to go. And then it didn't go that way. You know, somebody wasn't nice that day or, you know, something else happened. Here's the thing. When we try to do this Hallmark holiday, and we try to make everything perfect and all the arrangements are perfect and the dinner's perfect and everything's perfect. And we try that. And then it doesn't work out because we've invited imperfect people 
including ourselves, <laughs> to this so-called perfect event? How is that going to work? If you're inviting anybody, one single person, unless it's a baby, <laughs> well, the baby could even cry when they're not supposed to. But if you're inviting anybody, it's not going to come out as you think. It is not going to go as you expect. Be flexible. Go with the flow. Even, even laugh about it. I remember one time many, many years ago, we were, this is when Jamie was, gosh, I think she was a baby. And um, we were having Christmas, or Thanksgiving, excuse me, at my house. And I put the turkey in the oven and it started going. And people had come over and we lost electricity. And that happened twice where we went to, to another house and another. Now, packing up Thanksgiving's not easy. Okay, this is serious business. That is a funny memory now. And even at the time, we said, what can you do? You know, traveling Tom the turkey. Pack it up. Let's go. Yeah, it wasn't ideal. Obviously, that one was nothing like we had planned. But we just cracked up about it. Let go of control. This, this our need to control things and situations and people, it, it's really wreaking havoc in our lives and causing us to have such a lack of peace. So th those were just a couple of quick tips in this episode. If you want more tips, more help, you should go and check out my holiday uh, course. It's a little short program, video, little booklet, so that you can kind of um, add your own perspective to things and journal a little bit and get a lot more of these tips and perspectives. Because I've shared these in the past with some groups that I was working with, and they really, really were helpful. So I shared a couple of them today, just very briefly, but I would love to see you get that course and, and learn more and take some of the pressure off the holidays and off yourself. So go to ValerieSilvera.com and check that out. Because we're in this together. We are. Let's link arms and learn how to stand courageously. Because all of this stuff takes courage takes some work, right? It takes some focus. I mean, we're not just going to snap our fingers and magically everything in our lives is wonderful. And, you know, loss is a part of life. So join me, ValerieSilvera.com. Until the next episode, remember that your story matters. So live it courageously. Thanks for listening. I will see you next time at Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. In the meantime, connect with me at ValerieSilvera.com.